Hi everybody, the Complex PTSD Guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist, I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD, and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. I want to talk about something that I think is really crucial in relation to being in a relationship with someone or trying to make a relationship work and why I think it fails, particularly if you have complex PTSD and you have what I personally think is the fight or flight issue in relationships and also a fear of failure and also moving too fast. Um, This is something I've definitely struggled with in the past and I think it's why I tend to avoid being in a relationship. Um, So I, I, and this goes back to a dream I had last night. I know I've been talking about dreams a lot here lately, but whenever I have a dream and it's about somebody I care about and something not pleasant or something bad is happening, it tends to come true. It's it's fact. And last night I had a dream about somebody I, I care about. And something, I would just say, not pleasant was happening. It wasn't something bad. But something not pleasant was happening. And this is someone I've, I've recently told about two weeks ago that I've had dreams about people. And when I care about them and something bad is happening, it comes true. It just does. And I'm not making it up. Um, and so... The fact that I dreamt about this person last night, and it was like we were in a relationship, and I'm actually going to see this person today, um, I'm going to tell them what the dream was about, because I told them, when I dream this stuff and it comes true, I just let people know, so it's on the record, and then if it comes true, I'm going to be like, see, I told you, that's what the dream was about, um, that's why I, did, I put it on this podcast, because, you know, like when I had the dream... I was at the theme park and I couldn't remember things. And then like a week later, I hit my head and I couldn't remember what happened. Um, Like it comes true. And again, I'm going to talk to that guy on March 6th about some of this stuff, that guy at that church. Um, But anyway, this is a a different person that I'm going to see today. Um, So I want to tell you what the dream is about. And in relation to relationships, this is exactly how my past relationships have been. And I think you'll probably relate to it because, again, I think it goes back to the fight or flight thing. So when you're growing up in a lot of trauma or stress, you're being kind of irrational or impulsive in certain environments. Um, At least that's what research I've read has said that and also my own experience has been that way. And for me personally, when I've been in relationships in the past, like real dating relationships or someone I care about, I think I tend to fear failure and I move too fast and I... I throw my heart out too soon and like I just wear my heart on my sleeve and I just say whatever comes to my mind. That's a big issue for me is I say what comes to my mind without thinking of the repercussions. And I've even done this at work where I'll really try hard not to say a certain thing because I know I shouldn't say it, but I say it anyway and I instantly regret it. And I'm like, why did I say that? I, I should have kept that to myself. Um, But anyway, in a lot of my past relationships, I've tended to irritate the other person because I've either, I've said too much too soon or I I fall too hard. Um, And I got to learn to just like keep my mouth shut and really think about what I'm saying. And also, I don't know the rules of dating. I don't know what the word dating means. I don't know what that is. Um, I just like somebody and if I like them, like, I just dive head first, and I, I really shouldn't do that. So I want to tell you what this dream was about, because it's a perfect example of my past relationships. 
So the key theme here and, and the solution is that I need to be more rational. And that's what I'm going to tell this person today when I see them. I'm going to tell them what the dream was about. And I said, this truly stems from my complex PTSD. And if you ever notice me being impulsive or irrational, that's where that's coming from. And just like, tell me you need to be more rational. You know, just say that to me. Um, so what happened was, again, I was I was being completely irrational and I was not thinking of the repercussion of what I was saying. So I was just saying whatever was coming to my mind and they were getting irritated and I didn't know why they were getting irritated. And I wanted them to just tell me, like, why am I irritating you? I don't, I don't understand. And it was just that impulsivity, like my frontal lobe of my brain was not reasoning. There was no rationale. There was no critical thinking. I was, I was talking to them straight from the amygdala part of my brain the impulsive fight or flight. It was just that. It was, you know, I just need someone to straight up tell me to my face what's bothering you of what I'm doing. Another point is just saying whatever's on my mind and instantly regretting it, that was the second key thing that was happening. So the first key thing was not thinking of the repercussion of what I'm saying. The second key thing was just saying whatever's on my mind and instantly regretting it and then trying to you know, apologize or backtrack or say, I didn't know you would take it that way. These are key things that were happening. This is totally what happens in relationships. The third key thing was, ask, I need to ask myself, and this is something that's been challenging, but I've gotten better over the years. I need to ask myself in my own head, why might I not want to say this? And think of, think of at least three things. So remember when I talked about my four rules to life several podcasts back and I said gossip or online, like being in an online group and talking negative or gossiping, those are things you should not do. Um, it only leads to someone coming back at you, someone you know, yelling at you or jumping back or them being impulsive back at you anytime you're in a group and there's gossip or anytime you're in an online like a chat group like on youtube um just get away from it if they are talking negative or they're gossiping because it's only going to blow up in your face it's only going to cause people to argue with you bite back at you and that's only going to make you stressed out it's only going to make you want to bite back at them and that's one of the off-topic things I wanted to mention. I deactivated my YouTube yesterday because I've been following... I follow all different types of groups on YouTube, and most of it is just garbage. And not all of it, but a lot. I would say a lot of it is garbage. And it's just... It's gossip, and it's negative talk, and it's people just assuming things or speculation about you know a, car, a crime case. And it's people just hustling. They're hustling certain cases to benefit themselves financially and they're not really saying anything that you couldn't know already on your own and they have these like patreon groups that it's basically you're just listening to them talk about like their opinion about a tv show or a crime case and they're getting paid by by the followers just to talk about a show which is so it's almost like weird like it's a strange concept um you know, it's like, why would I pay someone to talk about a TV show that, you know, it's just a TV show, like, get real. Um, 
But you always want to ask yourself, why might I not want to say this? Particularly if you notice it's like you putting your heart on the line or falling on the sword. Or, you know, a lot of times other people just aren't ready for that. Um, And you got to ask yourself, am I being impulsive or am I being irrational? The other, um, so the fourth point is all of this that I'm talking about right now, it's a lot of extra thinking on our part, the person with complex PTSD. The fact that we have to think all of this out all the time is so stressful. And I think that's one reason I've avoided relationships. And I think that's another reason why I've had a, a drinking problem in the past. It's so much extra thinking that we have to do because we are living off of that amygdala fight or flight, unfortunately. You know, our frontal lobes aren't always as well developed as other people, unfortunately. So all of this extra thinking, a lot of times just leads me to avoid friendships, leads me to avoid relationships, because it's a lot of extra thinking. I don't want to get looks from people because I'm just saying what's coming, what comes to my mind. You know, I don't want to wonder, you know, why don't they want to talk to me anymore? A lot of times people don't tell you they don't want to talk to you anymore. They just try to imply it or hope you'll take the hint. I need someone to just say it to me. Like, if you got a problem with me saying certain things, let me know. Because otherwise, I'm not going to know. I can't read your mind. Um, You know, what am I saying that's wrong? Um, I think this is things we all struggle with in relationships when you have, when you come from trauma. Like, the fifth key point that was in my dream, um, I needed to just remember to be there for them. So I needed to remember to support the other person um, and be happy for them. So a good example of this was there's this person I know here in town and they told me they were going to come to the spa I work at and get a massage. And so I gave them my hours of when I work and they ended up going to the spa and they booked with somebody else. And then they came up and told me like a week later, oh, I I got a massage at, at the spa you work at. And I said, oh, you didn't come to me. And I was being kind of silly when I said it, like, oh, you didn't come to me? And they gave me a look like, like, it was almost like I was supposed to just be happy for them. And I was thinking I probably should have just been happy for them. But I assumed they wanted to come and see me because they, you know, they told me that they were going to come there. It's like, why would you mention it if you're not going to come see me because you're just... I don't know, my, my my mindset went straight back to myself. And it reminded me of that woman that was on TV and the way that I relate to people and the way she relates to people is to talk about our own experiences. So there was a woman whose brother had died and this woman on this TV show said, my dad died by the same way. And rather than just listen to the woman talk about her brother who died, the other woman was trying to relate to her But the woman whose brother died was like, oh, it's all about you. Like, and I was thinking, that's that's what I do. I relate by sharing my own story. But really, you're making it about yourself. And that's not my intention, is to make it about myself. My intention is to relate to you. So this is the same thing. Like, I needed to just be there for this other person in my dream and be happy for them. And that's been a real challenge for me, is like... You know, again, this goes back to if there's something that's bothering you, just tell me. Like, I can't read minds. Um, 
So all of these points, you know, it went back to being irrational and being impulsive in relationships. And again, making it about myself when I'm really just trying to relate. But I just think it's interesting that, um, and that woman that was on that show, she also came from a traumatic background where there was a self-inflicted death early in her young adulthood. And so there was like years of grief and trauma and trying to understand people. And um, I just think it's interesting. I don't know if she has complex PTSD. I have no idea what her young adulthood was like. Um, I think this happened when she was a teenager. But anyway, I just wanted to kind of point these things out because it's such a perfect example of why I've avoided relationships and sort of some of the solutions. I always try to provide solutions on this podcast. Solution is be more rational. If you're in impulsively wanting to say thing, something, you know, it can be so hard because you always got to ask yourself, is this the fight or flight thing? And that's the really sad part is it's so much extra thinking. It really is. But I think one of the key things is just try to support whoever you're with. And whenever they have something that is to be celebrated, celebrate it. Be happy for them. Um, I just wanted to share some of this because I think it's extremely relatable. And like I said, I'm going to tell this person today what this dream was about because in the dream they were getting irritated. And that's so typical of my past relationships. And usually I don't know why. I don't know why they're getting irritated. But again, it just takes a lot of extra extra thinking. Um, and once you realize it can be somewhat of a simple solution... Um, for me, it's just keep my mouth shut more often and not talk about negative things, not gossip, because a lot of people really don't like that. They don't like negative talk. Um, and so I, you know, it's hard because I feel like that's my natural self. My natural self, sadly, is kind of negative, gripey. And that's that's what I come from. The background I come from, the narcissist who abused me growing up is an extremely negative gripey person they gripe all the time and the griping is tiresome and they're like paranoid and the other person that was part of this situation is someone who doesn't ever speak up about it like there's someone who is just kind of like la-di-da denial um so you never get like there really wasn't much of like that positive talk, positive focus. Um, and so I just wanted to share some of this. This is the complex PTSD guy signing off.